0: Presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment
1: okay. <laughs> Like a British accent, I don't know why, but I love British accents <laughs> um, Alright, so we've got Abby Dagnese here We are going to talk Hello. with Eric Eric's going to share tips of how to help us get through the holidays and I was talking about, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the cooking most of it. I'm, I get the kids to have out a little bit. I mostly mm-hmm. want to do most of it so I don't have to clean up. But like I was telling Abby just a little while ago, ugh, I always have to clean up some. Ugh. Anyway, my favorite mama. Turkey, Yeah, I guess <laughs> my favorite <laughs> way to make a turkey is the Martha's, one of Martha Stewart's ways. Like you get a, you pour an entire bottle of like or dry white wine, Sauvignon Blanc or whatever. And put melted butter in that, and then you put get a cheesecloth and you you get it all wet, wring it out a little bit, and then cover the entire bird. Uh, you know, cut it. I mean, fold it in, in such a way that you know it covers things. And you put obviously you protect the, the wings with foil or whatever. And you it, it is so well you salt and pepper the inside and all that kind of stuff. It is wow. so, it's so good and it's so golden and beautiful and you know you, every 30 minutes you base and turn, base and turn, but it's so simple. I always throw in like rosemary and sage, just whole rosemary and sage and, and thyme in, in
2: the cavity. In the but that's my, this is my first year making a turkey, so we'll see what happens. I have a backup turkey just in case. <laughs> uh, they have them where they're in a bag, already in a bag. You just throw it in the oven.
1: That's what some, uh, my daughter told me. Um, I just okay. hate sticking my hand in it, getting the bag out with all the guts. Ugh. Ooh, my kids always like,
2: I get to feel the liver.
1: They love that. They love, like, feeling all the organs.
3: Ooh, it's because so they're children of
1: a
2: doctor. That's why.
1: My <laughs> best, Actually, I like to do that, too, especially the liver. It's so soft. Anyway, <laughs> and the heart is so little.
4: Um,
1: all right, so enough of that. Hi, Eric. I love you, and happy Thanksgiving coming up. We're going to put your... A frame, a frame
2: picture of you at your place at the table, as always. <laughs> Eric saying hi, Mama, I love you too. He's saying, uh, say hello to all my family and all the kiddos and happy Thanksgiving. And I'll definitely be there with bells on. I right, know. Uh, on one Christmas, we took a he photo of the family. For, he's looking forward to merging and eating some of the turkey, and then there's also a dessert that I guess he's looking forward to eating as well it's some kind of a chocolate chocolate pie or chocolate cake something with chocolate i don't know
1: i mean i i've got uh christina's going to make a dessert and i think uh, lucas is going to make one too and i don't know what they're going to make but it'll be a surprise i'm pretty much doing almost everything else but so anyway the one christmas it wasn't that many years after eric died and we were still struggling we took a family photo and there's a big white beam in between one of the family, I think Lucas and Annika. Like here I am, include me in the picture. I mean, there was no other, there was no spotlight in the ceiling, nothing. So that that was something we really, really needed. But you know, a lot of us, you know, it's not just trouble with the holidays um, as far as, Missing someone, okay that you've lost either through death or some other loss, or they're away in the military, well, not that much anymore. Uh, but there's also you know the the fear of covid um, the mm-hmm. prices of traveling now, the prices of eating now. I mean there's so many um, things to factor in that hopefully Eric, you can help us with uh, so that we don't suffer so much and that we actually turn this whole holiday into a, a, a joyful experience and one that, that where we should have express gratitude. So
2: what do you say, my main man? Eric's so actually really like totally nodding his head, like crazy saying, yes, 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 yes. He says mm-hmm. with the whole gratitude um thing, especially with any holiday really, but when it comes to this specific year, 2021, thinking about what you've gotten through, he says. Think about Mm -hmm. how far you've come. And, yes, think about the things that you have to be grateful for and you can look forward to together. Um, He's bringing up the fact that there's still lots of families that can't necessarily be together like how they want to be this year. And we're not even just talking about pandemics. We're talking about, like, family situations with lots of relationships (laughs) because of the pandemic have actually ended. (laughs) Yeah. So there's lots of uh, family gatherings that are, you know, families that have gone through divorces and such. Um, Families Uh, uh, that.
1: Estrangements and stuff. Yes.
2: Yeah. So um, getting through them by thinking about what you are grateful for and what you do have in front of you on your plate and around you even if it's not completely your family in the moment he's reminding you you have the, the oxygen in your lungs you have the air around you you have a substance um you do have people that care about you um we care about you you know um
1: yes we do
4: but that, and, that's true
1: i remember when i went into this recent dark period sound like a picasso painting period whatever but but, uh you know, with the, Eric's death anniversary and the burial anniversary, and it was a harder than usual because uh, you know i it was a scalar energy thing there, there there had been some some attack on me by the oh. dark so it really affected me, and I remember just you know taking a break and sitting outside and saying, "Wait a minute now
0: <laughs> let's." Let, let,
1: Let's take inventory here. I've got a roof over my head, okay? And I've got food on my my plate for me and my loved ones. And I have a family I love. And I have clothes. Okay, sure, I shop at Academy and Target, but I haven't gotten any new clothes forever. But that's okay. I mean, it's like it covers the parts so that people don't get shocked and say, ugh. So, Mm you know, it's like... And I don't make a lot of money like I used to as a physician, but I make enough to help my family, to help kids with student loans. And and my needs are nothing. When I think, what do I want? I don't want anything. I already have what I need. And I think a lot of us maybe should come to the realization that, you know, society paints the picture of happiness as being, wow, we've got a big old boat and you got a yacht and an airplane and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's really done a disservice on us because it makes it hard for us to say, wait a minute, I got enough. I have love. I have love and that's all I need. Thank and you.
2: Eric, bringing up social media, social media, obviously, like, Elisa, when you were younger, wasn't a thing. Even when I was younger, I graduated in the year 2000. So, like, it wasn't even a thing yet either then. And it's, like, this false expectation of being Little Miss Betty Crocker at Thanksgiving and Christmas for your family and what that's supposed to represent and what you are. And, you know, it's, like, at the end of the day, you just try the best you can you know, yeah. and, and you have what you have and, and you just, you do, you be grateful for it. And, you know, I've already like on a lot of radio shows talked about like how I went through some dark times myself where I was yeah. in a homeless shelter. I never was there for a holiday. Thank God. Yeah. I definitely was couch surfing during holidays and I yeah. didn't have two pennies to rub together, let alone buy a gallon of milk and trying to make yeah. holidays happen for me and my child. And yeah having a whole separate different family transition than what I was used to and yeah. it was it was traumatizing and it was scary and being single you know for the first time during holidays can be really you know gut-wrenching seeing everybody else happy around you but social media puts such the spin on it like you really should never compare yourself Eric's pointing out very strongly to yeah, stop every, because you're, your ever,
1: own, you're right everybody has their own situation And, uh, you know, there's their own needs and their own expectations, and you cannot sit there and co-op the expectations from social media or society as a whole. So let's talk about how you got through that. I'm I'm not unscathed. Maybe yes. Maybe yes. What got you through that? Because, you know, Eric, maybe you could share from your perspective, from the spirit perspective, how Abby got through those dark times.
2: Well, Eric's it's bringing up um, something first, and that's the fact of, like, okay, so let's say you take, all right, I took my son, um, like, last weekend and my little puppy dog. I got a German Shepherd Husky mix. She's, like, 16 weeks old, and she's a little devil and pees everywhere. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> I took them to bath pro Shop because they do, like, free Santa pictures. I don't know if they have bath pro shops where everybody Oh, you do? Oh, Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So in New, England, in New England, they have them, and um, so I took my my little puppy and my little boy, and we, and we got our pictures taken, and and basically like I probably took like 30 pictures of them sitting there, and half of them the dogs eating Santa, the dogs eating my son, the dogs eating Ooh. himself. He's you know going crazy maybe like one out of the 30 pictures i could sit there and play with it enough to make it so i could post it on facebook for people to see but like that's all they're see; they not seeing the uh, other 30 pictures it took to get that one and there's like a big lesson in that because the pictures that people are posting the stories people are telling people want like are not going to post things and show things that are a lot of work they're going to just show like the ultimate result from it so getting through things um i had a lot of hard holidays i remember like new year's eve my son was sleeping next to me on my mom's pull-out couch in her little two-bedroom trailer living room in a 55 plus community and i remember watching the ball drop on new year's eve and just praying to god that things would get better this coming year because i just needed it to be new and you know just i think having that ultimate faith and that hope and looking over at my little boy and thinking I want better for him you know that really obviously helped me a lot some people don't have kids or some people are just in such depths of despair it's like they sometimes even the kids aren't enough to get them through it um finding your faith I know we've talked about this over and over but holidays really are about, you know, especially Christmas. It, it really is so much more than just about the gifts and you want to oh, do those oh, things for yeah. your kids and, and you want to look amazing in pictures and go to parties and, and you want that kind of a life. But really it's, it is about like what you were saying, Eric says, ultimately love, you know, and having that connection and, you know, thank God there's a lot of great charitable foundations out there that do a lot of work. You know, to just help people feel like human because I think, you know, when you start to lose your humanness in situations and you start to feel like you're just a big fat charity case, it it doesn't do much for your self-esteem and it kind of does make you kind of spiral a little. Um, So refinding your faith in like little things, you know, just little traditions that you can do for yourself and for your children and for your spouses or even just completely by yourself. You know,
1: yeah there's always making of, Christmas
5: cookies yeah there's
1: always something to love okay if you don't have children oh. or if you know there there's always something another family member a friend an animal nature you know mother earth uh the love of of, of the people you help maybe you're ser- you're serving a thanksgiving dinner in a, in a homeless shelter there there's always some one or something that will open their arms to your love and, and love gets you through. Live like a and Maybe if you feel,
2: here. yeah. Eric says even if you feel like you have nothing yourself, that is like the biggest thing, mom, he says, uh giving you know, the feeling exactly. of giving he says oh, that increases you your vibration times ten. So even if you are in a homeless shelter listening right now, but that day in Thanksgiving You know, um, instead of just eating, offer to help out in the kitchen and serve. You know, um, doing things like Mm that. Well, most people probably are not in a homeless shelter that to this, but those
1: Mm -hmm. are, for example, I mean, you know, if if you can't help out, just listen to people's stories. Uh, You know, let them, let them, let them share their pain. Be a a shoulder for them to, you know, to to rest their head against. So. There's so many ways, and, and this is this is my modus operandi. Is uh, I heal best when I help others, and that's why I started. That's why I quit medicine, at least kind of. I did a little bit, but uh, and, and um, you know I uh, I started sharing Eric, and, and this is why I do Atlanta Scalar, Even though as a doctor I can make a ton more money, but not nearly as fulfilling as what I do with the scalar energy work. Not nearly. Uh, But, you know, I don't care. It's like this heals me. Helping people heals me. And I know almost all of you guys out there would benefit and be healed a lot by loving others, by loving
2: something,
1: someone. So,
2: Eric's reminding you that you're all beautiful people. Some of you just need to get some good old-fashioned rest. He says, even if that day on Thanksgiving you don't have any plans and been invited somewhere, he's telling you and reminding you to take that time for yourself that day. Take a shower and take a good old-fashioned nap. Nice long one. (laughs) Like
1: a turkey. Go into your turkey coma.
2: Turkey comas are the best. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: I can't nap. I wish I
1: could, but I can never nap. What is it called? Tryptophan? Uh, Yes. I think it is. Yes. Turkey fan. Yes, um, yes. All right. So, uh, Abby, what is your favorite uh, dish for Thanksgiving? And maybe you guys—I want all of you guys to share your quickly your favorite dish besides the question you're gonna ask.
2: Okay. So I have two. I have my garlic mashed potatoes that I make that are so delicious oh, sour oh, what cream. Too. So yes. good. Um, and and then, uh huh. Oh, so oh, buttermilk. I never thought of that. Um, and then my favorite dessert ever. It was actually my grandmother's recipe. It's called a Toll House Pie. It's Ooh. like a delicious melted Toll House cookie, but it's in a pie, like a la mode with vanilla ice cream. Oh my God. I make my mom make that for me every year. And she makes it just like my grandmother did. And my grandmother passed when she was when I was only nine. So it's like, my way of bringing her into my family's tradition every year is having total That's time. so nice.
1: Well, we don't do this yeah. for Thanksgiving, but my, my grandmother had a recipe from 1901 of this of cobbler. Wow. It's not the typical cobbler. You basically mix uh, like, um, well, you just first get a Pyrex, a pyrex dish, melt, melt an entire stick of butter in it, and then you pour in the, the you know, the the, the mixed up flour and I don't think there's any eggs, can't remember, and all that, and then you just drop in the fruit, and so it it, in, in, it, it bubbles over and caramel. You've got this crispy, caramelized, buttery top. to it. It's so good, and it's so easy. But my favorite, oh, I guess, so is of good. course the turkey. But when I make my gravy, I get like you know, I I, you know, I just package Pioneer gravy, okay? I make it as usual, but then I ladle the shitload. Of the drippings from the turkey and blend it in a blender, and so oh, it's so good. You've got to have that grease, man, in the gravy. And I make peas, early peas, with thyme and and garlic and um, uh, and a lot of olive oil and the mash that you do too. Anyway, all right, you want to take calls? Well, Eric, 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 right now,
2: how? Eric bringing up um but did you like sweet potatoes
1: i hate sweet potatoes that's the only thing i you,
2: don't like you hate sweet potatoes can't stand it <laughs> i can't stand sweet potatoes either my mom makes them with the marshmallows on top and i'm planning on it. i
1: didn't um, eat mine my mother and father made me eat an entire carrot dish bowl as a punishment when i was like 10 years older than me
2: he why. is bringing up that he likes to eat plenty and plenty of turkey. No, oh, he does. He does like it. All right. You want to take uh, us off now, I guess?
1: Sure. Okay. So I got this little white hand signal, like hands up. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the people who have been waiting the longest. I hope that's okay. So uh, we got somebody from the 858 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hello.
3: Hi. Hi. This is
0: Jennifer, and I who is this? I can't believe I got through <laughs> I'm from, it was yay. Um, meant to be I'm from Carlsbad, oh. California, yes, oh, and nice. I have called so many times and never got through oh. but um this thing I, I don't know why I'm kind of creepy today um uh-huh. I hurt my foot severed the tendon, and so i I'm just barely able to walk at all on it now. But I'm kind of weak from not doing that. And I have a neurological condition that makes it all worse. So I don't know tomorrow or Thursday is going to be kind of weird, but my son will help. And my favorite thing everybody loves that I make is, is dressing. And I make it vegan. Dressing oh. never know it's vegan. But secret things I put in are apple and mushrooms, and wow. it's so nice. Oh, it's such good, oh. so good, wonder. Hmm. All right, what kind of neurological, or you don't have to say if you
1: don't want to. It's neurological. Okay, condition.
0: I, I have a real rare variant of ALS, but it's deadly. It's just debilitating. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have you yeah. ever
1: looked into uh, low dose naltrexone to help? I know it helps uh um, multiple sclerosis.
0: No, I, I have I've heard about it. Some people that have PLS is what mine's called. Some people that have tried it. Um you know, I don't,
1: I is don't know. TLS, is it T L S is
0: it T
4: L S one Oh P
0: primary le- Oh, wow. Primary lateral sclerosis. Oh.
4: So, but
0: anyway, I lost my mom in April,
4: and mm-hmm. I'm I just
0: sitting here today thinking about her, and mm-hmm. I would just love to know how she's settling in. And and you know, I I I didn't want her to suffer, and and the way she her life was. She lived with me for the last three years, and it was harder and harder for her. You know, as her illness progressed, and and she got to where she, you know, couldn't do things on her own, which was really hard. Yeah. And so it was kind. What's your first name? Of, uh, Juanita. And what is your Juanita. first name? My name's Jennifer.
1: Oh, Jennifer. Okay. So, okay, uh, Abby, can we reach her?
2: Uh yeah when you were actually talking um I was seeing this woman very comfortably very she looks super comfy, sitting in this big chair, like you know the kind of kind of corner chair that you just want to crawl into and take a nap and read a good book and have some hot yeah. cocoa yeah. yeah, and she's got her she's got her legs up. And she's not just wearing, like, socks, but she's wearing socks with um, slippers over them. And she has this nice, comfy blanket over her, too, with a sweater. And she says she's very happy. She's very comfortable. She Mm -hmm. wants you to be confident in knowing that she's safe. She's happy. She's feeling Mm -hmm. very relaxed now. She says she doesn't have a worry in the world.
3: And she doesn't want
2: you to either. She's enjoying her reading time and her time (laughs) to herself. Um, She's just in a very comfortable, safe, happy spot. Kind of like if you're, you know, in a a beautiful log cabin. She's not in a log cabin, but like that kind of very cozy,
0: comfortable. Did she like coziness? Did she like coziness? Yeah, she she liked to be snuggled up. And the oh. last few days I took her to um a hospice house. And mm. it was during COVID and oh. so it, it was crazy, but this hospice house was wonderful and they let me stay with her in there. Mm. But yeah. I don't I don't know if she really knew I was there. Did she? Can you ask?
2: Yeah, I She was in and out. So she was, at times, she was there, but not really there. So she was kind of crossed over already. Um, Uh She was aware the whole time that you were there, but that's what allowed her to be in and out was because Mm -hmm. she felt safe, obviously, because you were there holding her hand with her.
3: Um, So
2: she could sort of tiptoe and test the waters of the other side. Um, She's saying something right now, how she's enjoying the cookies. (laughs) Maybe she really likes sweets and couldn't have them in life, but gets all of them she wants now.
0: (laughs) But I have a real quick story. Every night here at the house, she had me put on this tape by. She called him her boyfriend, but Joe Pearls was his name, and and. She loved that. And I put it on every night for her. Then when we were in the hospice house, she was like, they kept saying, anytime, anytime. And she she started to go, and then she backed off. And and, and, and so at 9 o'clock at night, I said, I know, Mom, I'm going to put on still pearls for you. So I put it on, and -hmm. then I went and brushed my teeth and got ready for bed. And then I came out. And the song was off. And I noticed I didn't hear her breathing like she was. So I went over to her and I said, and she took one soft breath and was gone. Oh. <laughs> so
1: she cute. wanted to be with her boyfriend. Well, it, it, well, boyfriend, dan- boyfriend. She said she was
2: dancing.
3: Oh. Oh, so, I'm like, I'm I don't like seeing see her you know,
1: soul you know, going you know, her, but, Uh We're going to go take yeah. the next call. Caller, but I yeah. really want you to look up low-dose naltrexone because I just Googled it. It is um, it is amazing for any kind of ALS. And, it's you know, it's so cheap. Your doctor will probably not know yeah. about it because Big Pharma does not want doctors to know about it because it's so cheap. They can't make money on it, and it's a miracle drug. It is low-dose yeah. okay. naltrexone. Google
0: yeah, okay. this, this phrase. Google
1: Wait, Google find an LDN doctor. And you can get it by telemedicine. It's like it's like forty-five bucks a month, and it will change your life. The head of the um, LDN Research uh, Trust started that whole thing because it helped her um, almost has almost completely cured her multiple sclerosis, which is very similar. Wow. Anyway, so look into that, please. You might have been nudged here for this reason.
2: Okay. Have a happy Thanksgiving, Jennifer. I know that your mom is with you, and she loves you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see here.
1: We got somebody from this. One, 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 one. I don't know what that is, but hello. How are you?
5: Hello.
1: Hi. How are you?
5: Hi. Hi. I would like to uh thank you, guys. Thank you, uh Thank you, all the team. And uh, thank Eric Uh for the help and for everything what you do for this. And this year. And have a. And I have a couple of questions to Eric. Um, one is um, kind of I'm um, right now in the search of the job. And I have a question to Eric. Will, be, will I be able to find a job until the end of the year? And any career advice, like in the past, what will be, you know, best suiting my uh, life purpose? And the second question I have um about uh, me, myself, and my wife, Um, there's the court date scheduled. And I was told that uh, the result could be uh, um, some of the,
4: you know,
5: it's not going to be favorable for us because of some kind kind of karmic. Is that true? Is, Is there anything I can do to change it, improve it, the result, the outcome? Okay. Um, Thank you.
1: All right. The life purpose in the court's case. Yes. Yeah.
5: What's, what's, what, yeah. what's the first name? Uh, my name is Andre. I'm from Virginia. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha.
2: I remember you. Okay. Um, so the first thing that he's bringing up, Eric says, that you would be really great in the human services field. Yeah. Did you ever consider doing anything in human services? No, never. Like with with counseling, or uh, yeah, counseling or any kind of just uh, human services work, um, like some kind of social work activity, something something with human services there. What um, if help people?
1: Actually, Why is it like communicating communicating with people, counseling them, that sort of thing?
2: Um, I think in general. So between the counseling and just, um, he says actually you'd be really great with grief services. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like helping wow. people get okay. through some hard times. With grief yeah. services. Helping
1: people through hard times. Not just lost by death, but anything.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Eric's bringing up how you're such a good listener. And that um, getting into some kind of human service work will really help you with your life purpose. Um,
5: he says well, you're okay, going to find do do more.
1: Now? Well, what do you do now? Yeah. What do you do now?
5: I'm actually have a degree in material science and engineering, uh, in physics. So I was thinking more about because science career, continue to do some of my science career.
1: Oh, okay. well Wait, actually you hear, oh go ahead go ahead eric you you take over,
2: okay, so Eric's also bringing up um math. He says you're very good at math, by the way, I do x-ray, so like I'm totally all about physics, <laughs> but um, he says you're very good at math, and you'd be very good at tutoring um, do you think are you telling did you, you ever think time? about teaching? Are you talking about
1: a side job? Like he has, he can have some main job, but he can also no. counsel
2: kids and tutoring and, you know, disadvantaged children. As, yeah, as far as like the life passing, like doing more human services kind of work. So, like, okay. let's say that I don't know if you ever decide, you know, if you like teaching or if you ever thought about teaching. But um, I'm getting. Like you're really good at math, obviously, if you're doing physics and engineering. <laughs> Not just because Eric's saying that, but uh those could really, you know, tie in together, and they it could be potentially like a really just uh, it, it open a door for you that you just never really knew you were meant to do.
1: That's true. Yeah. If you look at me, look at me. I'm I'm a doctor, and I never thought I would doing channeling eric and then now the scalar energy
2: stuff all right let's talk about the court case so yeah this is like a complicated (laughs) i'm feeling like this is a very eric's explaining to me that it's actually way more complicated than we have time to get into but um
1: Do do you need his wife's first name
2: marina no that's okay okay so it looks like there's not really much. When's your next court date? Because it doesn't seem like there's going to be much solved by the end of at least December the end of the month. 6th. By the end of the year, January sixth, okay? No,
4: December
2: sixth. Oh, December
4: sixth.
2: Yes. I do. I do feel like you're you're kind of right on about that. It may not go completely like how you've been wanting it to go. Well, what can we do to save it? So, Eric's bringing up about how there's, it's tough because I don't don't know the whole story of the legal parameters, but he's talking about legal parameters are set in in place right now, and there's a lot of dysfunction involved with the situation, and he's saying that um, it can be more of a process for you to appeal the situation, um, which obviously costs more money. Does okay. any of that make sense?
5: Yeah, it makes sense. So basically, like, I was told, is it like a karmic reason to having this? Because, you know, from my understanding, there mm-hmm. should be no complications. No. no, there's
2: there's no, car- you mean karma? Like, is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, karma.
5: Like, mm-hmm. No, it's not retribution,
2: karma No, yeah.
0: no. Okay. It's,
2: not, it's not a karma thing. Um, if the appeals, would that be favorable? It's, it's a life experience thing.
4: But that makes sense that you. Changing.
2: Waiting, you know, you come into this arena of life and you, you're going to go through things along the way. And just because you're an adult, he says, it's not like you have it all figured out all the time <laughs> and things are right. going to still come your way. It doesn't make it karmatic. It just makes okay. it more like it's part of your life's purpose. And he okay. says it's, it's about your overall destination. Well, will he says okay? it's not will always he... about your desire for being peace. Well, will he and his wife in the end be Okay. Yeah, actually, I feel like this is Eric saying it's going to bring you guys closer together.
5: Good. Okay. Does changing court date will help us or changing where will help us? Anything that I can do, you know, changing the court date or changing the where? Uh,
2: no, I don't believe changing the court date is going to help. I believe that whatever is going to be meant to be will come down in that situation. It's more going to be right. your decision. About whether or not you want to press forward. All right, we need to go to the next caller, Andre. Good luck, yeah, Eric. Can
1: you please help, thank you, help? Eric, help with the lawyers and the judge and everybody. Help this dude. I like him. He's, he's, he's on there before. for you, man. <laughs> he's there for a man. He's to yeah, you about that. Oh, Got this. Yes. All right. So seven zero seven zero two area code. Hi there.
3: How you doing? Hello. Hi there. How are you?
1: What What is your name? Oh, and where are you calling from?
2: I don't think anybody's there, Alisa.
0: Yes.
1: Are you there? Seven Hello. zero two Yes. Yeah, 702 air code.
6: Yeah. Can you hi. hear me?
1: Yes. I can hear you. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Yeah, this
6: is Jim. Hey, this is Jim from Las Vegas. Hey, Jim Ooh. from Las Vegas. How
1: I want to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody
6: does how yeah. can
1: we happy, Ben?
6: yeah i have a question i have a, a friend of mine that i used to work with his name is jim lynch he's passed away back in uh i think 2018 i didn't find out about it until this past year but um i actually rented a room from him for like seven years and he wasn't a very good person while he was here but um i mean regardless of that i'm just wondering if he uh, took care of his brother, like you said he was going to um, as far as the legal stuff and his house and whatever money he had. His brother, his older brother was a Vietnam vet, and he was a lot of uh, medical and mental issues.
1: Oh, of course.
6: And he always said that he was going to leave everything to him when he passed, and I'm just wondering if he actually did that or not.
2: Okay, so, um, hey, what's correct.
1: his brother's first name? I'm sorry. Well, what is his first name, or what's the brother's? I mean, just the first name. His first name and the brother's name. The guy's,
6: first name. yeah, the guy's first name was Jim. We were both Jim. Oh, Jim Lynch, yeah, okay. right. And, uh, his brother's name is Larry.
4: Okay, Larry.
2: Okay, so first off, he's correcting you by saying I was a real son of a bitch.
6: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to put it mildly, but, yeah, he was. He, is a, he was a real asshole. <laughs> yeah, no. he's scratching his head. You know, he actually,
2: yeah. he's, he, uh, he's not particularly, he understands why because he's on the other side now, and he says that a lot of the work he's had to do is of forgiving himself um, because there were some people that he actually kind of screwed over. Um, as far as his brother goes, he says that he feel he, he knows he could have done more, like he could have done more for him
5: mm-hmm. when he
2: was alive and done more for him when he passed. He is saying that there I don't know that there was a lot of people for him to leave stuff to necessarily, but he was kind of a little bit. um Selfish. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but it's
5: yeah,
2: like it's... he he couldn't actually picture that he wasn't going to be here anymore. He wouldn't need all these materialnessnesses. Um,
4: mm.
6: He was
2: a little resentful that there was a lot put on him with his brother.
4: Oh,
6: but yeah, he, he had a really uh, yeah he had a really traumatic life. You know, and I get that, but you know, after you're gone, what do you need all that stuff for? If you need to. You know he should he should have left it to his brother.
2: He's saying, he's saying, well, I know that now.
6: Yeah, um, no, I so Did track. he
2: leave anything or not? He, yeah, he left some stuff, but he didn't leave enough. For
1: That's him, my, father, my father. My father, was such a freaking asshole that he, when he was in his fifties, he asked his accountant, "Can I? Is there any way that I can bury myself with all my?" all my worldly possessions so that nobody gets any of it. It's like, I mean, are you kidding me? No, Jose, that's mm-hmm. illegal. So, yeah, he he, <laughs> he did not believe that he was going to die. He resented it, and he did not want to give anybody anything because that everybody should be a scapegoat to, uh, to, uh, for his own mortality. So that sounds very
0: similar here.
6: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just wondering because he was a uh... – I mean, he was a miser with his money, and um, he had a house. You know, he had some stuff, but you know, what did he do with it when he passed? If he didn't yeah, where, give it to his brother, then yeah, where did it go? go? You know, if he kept uh,
2: I feel like there is a trust or something set up to somebody. And did he have a son at all? Or
6: no, he didn't have any. A
2: nephew, like thank, anything like that. Thank God. <laughs> yeah.
6: um, he would he would uh, tell me from time to time that you know I got to leave this to somebody maybe my friend and or maybe my brother or whatever he kind of played around you know with the emotional thing. like it was it was like a bribe to try to get me to stay friends with him after I left his house
4: which oh didn't work wow.
2: Wow. yeah
6: he was he, a, he was a, a bad nice person. person. <laughs> So uh, I he didn't, I he's not doing a
2: lot of work though so, to forgive himself. So he yeah. would really sure appreciate it. He says if you would forgive him.
6: Yeah, I'm working on it, but um my question is if he didn't leave that to his brother then, who'd he leave it to?
2: I feel like he left. Um okay, so Eric's stepping in a little bit to help me with this. Er- Eric's letting me know that he did leave him um a good sum, but he could have done more. Like so he, he did give him a chunk of to something. Yeah, where's the rif he's saying with him. So I don't with know that it was necessarily I'm asking Eric if it was like buried in the coffin, like you were talking about, Elisa, but no, it's not like that. I think that he just like had it in the accounts and then whoever was next to kin or some I don't know, it's he says some of it's tied up in assets. So maybe he didn't have as much as you thought he did. Or maybe some of it got auctioned, but never actually got to you know the brother. Yeah. Mm. But there was more well, that yeah. sort of went.
4: To
1: that find that out. It. You probably find out. You probably find out. There are um, forensic detective, you know, detectives that can figure out everything. Maybe he left you something, and you don't even know. You never know. I'd look into it.
6: Yeah, I'd be shocked if he did, because you know he was like he said he was such an asshole, but. I'll look into it, you know, because I've just that question's been on my mind for so long.
1: Yeah, find so, out who was who, the executor of his estate. Yeah, and, and uh,
2: see see what you can get, private, schedule, whatever. I feel like uh, some people got money around him that really were kind of a lot like him. Weren't necessarily his friend, but like, he kind of knew that.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. So Would maybe really Eric, can help, his
5: yeah. Maybe yeah, Eric can help me.
6: Yeah. Maybe Eric can help me figure out mm-hmm. how to, how to do this. Cause I don't know how to do it.
4: Eric can start uh, by no looking in to the
0: newspaper.
2: Yeah. Um, to start by looking in the newspaper at his obituary and see the, the, what the obituary says. Um, and then also if you can contact the funeral home Eric's bringing up of where like he was actually, you know, at for his wake or funeral, and Sometimes they still have information about the family that maybe they could help put you in touch with, or at least contact the family yeah, for you. Yeah, there
4: it
1: was. get your shovels and spades out and start digging that thing up and look for treasure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
6: Right. <laughs> 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 oh god.
1: Don't put don't All put right. a Lisa in charge of it. Okay. No, you can <laughs> a... All,
6: right. All,
1: All right. right. What's your favorite? Ha- have a good Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dish?
6: Oh, mashed potatoes and gravy, for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, turkey <laughs> My gravy. I'm all, man. <laughs> about, I'm all that, about
6: the sides.
1: Yeah, okay, put that, blend that, those drippings in there. I mean, swear to God, it's going to make it all worthwhile. It's a heart attack, a plate, a heart attack on a plate, man. Okay, so we got 732 Airy Code. Hi there, how you doing?
3: Hello, hello.
1: Hi, this is Melissa
3: Jersey. Hey, my this is my- Jersey. Jersey. Hi, it's nice to hear your voices. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody.
1: You
3: Thank too, you, sweetie. Okay, I what can I to-
1: sweetie?
3: I just wanted to know. Um, I just started intermediate fasting, and I uh, I wanted to know is that the best route for me to go health wise?
1: Am I oh, ever God, going girl. to get oh, okay? I'm going to tell you as a doctor, okay, it is the only diet for almost everybody. I mean, and, see what happens know. Is, and there are many different types of intermittent fasting techniques. There's a 6, 16. I mean, there's, a, yeah, there's so many types, and not all of them are just so horribly barbaric. But what happens is when you fast for a certain period of time, it completely resets your, your cellular metabolism. And the the pounds just drop off. Sure does. Everybody who has That's weight awesome. problems, it, it would be very important for you to get a read, and, and you can actually look it up online. The obesity code, and you can get the sh- the summary of it, the short version, so that you only get the. I lost seventy five
2: pounds intermittent fasting.
1: It is amazing. Time,
0: Go
3: ahead. The last time I dieted, I did Weight Watchers. I lost a hundred pounds. I felt fabulous. Um, but I, I feel like I developed and was tested to be hypoglycemic. And I started to have these passing out spells. So now doing this fasting, I just want to make sure that I'm still a good candidate for that. And I would even like to push it a couple more, like a, a full day of not eating and then intermediate fasting. So I, I have the will to do it. I just want to know, is it safe for me? What do you think,
1: Eric?
2: It's so hard to not, like, use my human mind and answer this question. (laughs) Um, Because I actually used to work um, as a head personal trainer at a gym. And I used to – I'm not a nutritionist, but I used to help a lot of people with their diet plans. So, like, I'll tell you – Eric's telling me to go ahead. So, okay. Look, I I think you can
1: listen to your body. But I'm I'm going to tell you, everybody out there, when it comes to eating – straight carbohydrates, you know, is not good because what happens is your insulin just goes way up and your sugars crash. You have to moderate the insulin response to a carbohydrate load by coupling it with protein. So don't eat crackers, eat peanut butter and crackers. Don't eat, you know, I mean, always have protein with it because that will that will level out the insulin curve instead of a big insulin spike so you don't get hypoglycemic. And then what happens when you're hypoglycemic? You eat. That's what people like, when we go to a party, like me, and you drink, 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 and all of a sudden you're so much carbohydrate load that all of a sudden you have to just stuff your face. Stuff your face. um, In order to bring your sugar back up. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking about this because I went to a wedding recently.
2: Eric, I Eric's such- bringing up that for you, this is a real thing that was happening with, like, these passing out spells, and he's asking you not to ignore that, and um, him and me and Elisa are asking you to talk to your doctor about like, your course. plans for the fasting thing, oh. obviously, because... We could give you Eric could give you a little advice until you're blue, we're blue in the face, but at the end of the day, like your doctor is somebody yeah, we don't that know your doctor, if you're hyperglycemic, yeah, yeah, we don't know. Any, all I mean, stuff. it could be but, really dangerous if if you do the intermittent fasting and like you're not eating and you don't eat for 24 hours or you don't eat it and then you're getting dizzy, you're getting dehydrated. Sometimes you just don't think right. You know, you just don't think right. I don't well, think we, right if I don't to eat. Well, your constantly. body? I think mm-hmm. I'm probably getting this
1: from Eric. Listen to your body. Try one of the easier intermittent fasts, I and mean, you don't have to. grow was not built in a day. So just try one of the. There's so many styles. Like I don't know, maybe five or six main types. Try the easier one first, and then you you'll know, do okay on that. and get a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more aggressive, and um and, and find the one that
3: works for you. You know. Thank Sometimes you. It's it's everything.
2: Yeah, it goes sometimes in your area everything. where you live,
3: there's a weight, like I go to a
2: weight management clinic and cause it was like, for me, it was like, I was pretty much borderline diabetic because I was so overweight and I'm five nine, so I can carry a lot, but it got really dangerous. So actually I, I've been with a doctor now for two years that helps me like do it right. And maybe that might be something for you that,
1: but, but I think I think she's the kind of person that she's got the willpower. She just mm-hmm. needs to know, is it safe for me? And so I'm saying graduate up in aggressivity and the different types of intermittent fasting. So, you know, I, I, I feel like you've got this. I really do. And Eric, you can help her, okay?
2: Now, what were you You just... got this and to listen to Elisa about knowing your body. And he's telling yes. you to watch for the cues. He's saying you know what the cues are now. I
1: think He's she's bringing up
2: this. the sweating.
1: This girl's she's gone. Like she's,
0: got,
1: she's got willpower. She just wants confirmation mm-hmm. that what she's going to do is not going to kill her. And it's not. You're going to just go, go low and slow. So what else are we going to say?
3: I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. <laughs> right. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Oh, my mother's stuffing. Oh, we all live for it so much. And that and the Antipas before the whole meal we just gorge ourselves on that
0: oh Oh
3: i'm so i'm so hungry now oh my god i
1: know now we're starving makes a lot okay let me see we got somebody from the 561 erica hi there how you doing hello Hi. hi there hi this is gigi hi gigi how you doing
7: oh i'm doing good happy thanksgiving everybody same to you.
0: What's
7: your oh, And don't ask me about my favorite food because I don't know. I guess it'll be a glass of wine or two.
0: Uh-huh, that <laughs> That's
7: Elise's favorite too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh,
7: yeah. oh. Oh, anything, anything that can uh, cheer me up. I'm kind of a blue. I'm in Canada still. If you remember my story, and yes. Thanksgiving here yes, is not uh, the same. Right, you
1: want to get out of Canada. What's coming up? What's coming up? Okay, I'll tell you what, watch Jim Gaffigan, the comedian. You can YouTube his little segments and watch The Pale Tourist. It's all about Canada and it's hilarious.
2: But okay, Eric, what do you think of Gigi to help her? Okay, so remember the first woman that we were talking to, and um, yes, she, I was channeling her mom, like how cozy she was in the chair, yes. with her hot cocoa and a good book. Eric's actually really recommending yes. that for you as well. He says that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> He's telling you uh-huh. to take that advice. Put your feet up, get on warming warm her. and comfy, and get lost in a book, a really good book, yeah. and get favorite beverage and. Try not to get too drunk with the wine, but uh, <laughs> no,
1: a, a, a no. Few candles, you know, just he's telling
2: stuff. you to get, get yeah, like a queen. He's telling you it's all about the ambiance. He's saying that you have a habit of getting very lost in your own head, and so having a little bit of a distraction like a book or a good movie or something, getting all nice and comfy and cuddled up, he says that that's going to do wonders for you. I, have, I
7: do that almost every day because that's all I have. To, I can do here. I'm just waiting to go back to Florida and just go back to my normal life. And is well, it going to happen, happen anytime Eric?
2: soon? Eric,
1: Eric, when is it going to happen, and how can she make it happen? Yes,
2: Eric. <laughs> Are the borders open now? I think they're open, right, for this country? Yeah,
7: but I'm not vaccinated, so it's not. I'm not allowed yet.
4: Well, yeah.
7: Okay.
1: Is it safe to the vaccine? I'm getting it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not getting.
2: It. You're not getting. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, well, you look, Gigi. You have to weigh the options. Are you going to, going to be worse for you uh, psychologically, mentally, emotionally, physically, being in Canada and not being allowed to go to Florida, or? To get the vaccine. So Eric, what is? As this? long as I mean,
7: as long as I know, that I will be going back, and yeah, I can handle it.
2: Because I'm you will not be do, going. Yeah, I'm getting that you will be going back. It could be as soon as next year. Um, you're right well, that you won't you be going scanner, this year.
1: Just order the scanner energy thing for the COVID vaccine, um, and COVID virus too. Um, mitigating all the adverse effects, uh, you know, long-term and short-term. And all of, it, it removes anything that can be injected. as fat. It's it does
0: everything.
1: So consider doing that. Yeah. Get the trigger vaccine and go back to Florida.
7: Okay? Seriously. Well, I, no, I, I don't really want to get anything in my body because I'm very, you know, I do healthy things and, I I went through so much with the lymphoma where I was barely able to get out of bed, and then I I went back to work and I had ten years of of feeling like I never felt before, even when I was twenty years old. And so I just believe in my in my body. Okay. Um, yeah it's just you know because of the law right now, but I think it's going to end eventually, pretty soon, wow. from what if I'm because happen. I research a lot. So okay. I mean, it as long we'll as I know, I, yeah. If as long as I know, and if Eric can tell, gave me a little bit of an idea in the spring and the summer, early spring, that would be
1: so great.
2: Um, I'm guess I'm getting more of like a later next year. So uh, actually, yeah, because you know, I, I, see, the the borders.
1: I mean, if you are not vaccinated, it's not happening. I'm telling you. And all I can say is that. Truly, you have to understand that, I, uh, that Eric and the divine team can protect you for the vaccine as if you yeah. never had it by doing the scanner interval. Yeah.
0: So just consider that.
1: Anyway, we're going to yeah. take the next, next caller. Gigi. Uh, all right, you yeah. bet. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, 506-ERIC-CODE. Hi there. How you doing?
4: Hi. Hi. How,
1: what's going Hi. on?
4: Hi, this is Kim, um, Canadian, but calling you from Mexico. Hey, oh, Kim, from Mexico. <laughs> what are you doing in Mexico? I live here full-time since eight years. Oh, wow. wow. Where in Mexico? Yeah. In the state of Jalisco, which is in the center of Mexico,
3: up oh, in the mountains. I okay. wow. mm-hmm. love them.
4: So, what have you
3: got for us, Ben? Well,
4: I've got a lot going on. I'm going through a divorce at the moment mm-hmm. uh, and gonna be selling the house that I just built and um looking to move and so and I don't know if I'm gonna be moving alone or I have a new partner. I don't know if he's coming with me and just seeing what Eric kind of thinks about what, how the divorce is going to happen and when I'm going to sell the house and that kind of thing. Okay.
1: Wait, when was your first name again? Kim. Oh, Kim. Sorry. I, I'm old. I forget. Eric, what's going to happen?
2: Play, play out your I'll, life. Here. So I am definitely seeing the move coming up, and, and it. It's more like in the southern region of the country, uh, our country. So I feel like there's a really good possibility there that you'll be back in the States. I don't know if that's a plan that you're willing to look into, but um, it looks like you'd probably have some happy success. Like, um, I'm getting like New Mexico. Uh, Feeling like there's actually a really great opportunity for you with great friends. Um, a really Eric's saying a very positive job, um, and I feel like you're there's a potential there if if the partner doesn't work out that you're with now, as, as, like law enforcement, like meeting somebody that has something to do with law enforcement, border enforcement, some something along those lines. So
1: what's okay. gonna move her? What, what's gonna drive, uh, to? Uh, what's gonna pull her there? A partner, a
2: job, what? She's, Eric's saying her her intention. So it's more like know that you're meant to have a move and and he's telling you to shift your focus.
4: Okay. Okay, well, does that make any sense? Look
1: for a job
2: that, and find out if it ends up in New Mexico or Texas maybe I or? feel like that's a possibility that could come about, yes. And mm-hmm. if it hasn't already then it could work the other way, like if you just shift your focus a little bit to that region and um, like things Eric's saying could really just have a really elegant way of falling into place. And he says, sometimes it can be the best surprise of your life. And for you, this would be okay.
4: They're, that's they're really Indian interesting awesome because I'm
1: Canadian. Experience. so. Awesome job, uh, uh, awesome partner or the same partner she's got. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. So what is yeah. your favorite uh, uh, part of Thanksgiving? Pardon? What is, your, what is your favorite part uh, meal? Of, well, you're in Mexico, so you probably don't celebrate it, but. Oh, dressing. <laughs> oh, my god. I say stuffing. Why, you know, most people say dressing. Most same people say dressing. Anyway, okay, thank you, guys. We're going to close it up. Uh, check out Abby Dagnese at BrightSideMedium.com, and you can check out me at, and, of course, Eric, at um channeling eric.com and also um atlantisscalar.com if you want energy healing and please subscribe to our youtube channel hit the notification bell and like if you do and don't if you don't happy thanksgiving everybody enjoy your turkey time love you all happy thanksgiving eric eric
2: saying peace out guys <laughs> have a good bye. thanksgiving Bye, He's
1: bye saying eric. Lots
2: turkey I'll see you. Bye, Mom. He says, love
4: you, Mamacita.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?